Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris, Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. We want to share with you this week, God is your source. I want to talk about another way of living. And, you know, we're such in this, in this world system, and we think we got to function the way the world functions, but I want you to understand today that there's another way to function, and that function and that way of living is called the kingdom of God. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 10, in the King James Version, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. But I want you to read that in, in the New International Version because I think it brings a little bit of light onto the subject of what God's trying to reveal to us. The blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toll for it. So we see here that the blessing of the Lord, which is a singular, it's not, it's not plural, it's singular. The blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toll for it. So we see the blessing of the Lord maketh a man rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. And the NIV said the blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toll for it. So we see here that what God is revealing to us in the book of Proverbs is that the blessing, the kingdom of God, his anointing on our lives brings us wealth, brings us riches, brings us blessings, brings us favor. Now, that's more than, than financial blessing. That's physical healing. That's, that's favor with people. That's divine revelation and certain things that take place in that. There's a, there's a full scale of what God wants to do and to bring to pass. So we want to start living the way the kingdom of God lives and not live the way that the world system says we're supposed to live. We're going to live the way the kingdom God says that we're supposed to live. You know, in Genesis chapter chapter 1, verse 26 in the King James Version, and God said, let us make men. So that's plural. So we see the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We see right there in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, the Godhead, make man in our image. Now the word man here in the actual Hebrew is the word Adam. Now Adam was not his name. Adam was what he was by being a man. And God placed inside of Adam, Eve, and the Bible says that God created male and female and he called them Adam. So what he was trying to reveal to us is that Adam means red or blood. It, it, and so we take that as meaning always a male, but that's really not. When God is talking in the scriptures and he says that he's made us sons of God, he's not talking about our gender. He's talking about our spirit, which is pure and absolutely right with God. And then he goes on to say, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them. Now I want you to understand something here. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the earth and over all the cattle and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So we see the word dominion means have authority. Let them have ownership. Let them have rulership. But he's talking about them. If you'll notice something, I heard a pastor say something this week. He said, I have the God spoke to him and said, I have the power to take your life, but I do not have the authority to take your life. So there's a big revelation there that we need to get a hold of. If God has the power to take our lives, but he doesn't have the authority to take our lives, then authority must have a, a big... You know, a, a policeman can get out in the road, he's got his badge on, he's got his uniform on, and he can direct traffic. And if he says, puts his hand up to stop, 
You have to stop. Now, he doesn't have the power to make you stop, but he's carrying the badge and the authority that gives him authority to make you stop. So we got to understand that God is not doing anything on, on the earth because he's done everything. Now he's resting in his finished work, and he wants you and I to understand that he's resting in his finished work. See, you and I have got to understand that God's done everything he's going to do. He's not going to do anything else. He's finished his work on the earth. The Bible said he worked for six days and on the seventh day he rested. Now the Sabbath means that's where God's trying to take us back to. Adam had all this wonderful thing because God created the garden, and he didn't even make Adam until the sixth day. Why? He wanted man to realize that they didn't have anything to do with this. God made everything in the garden absolutely perfect, and then everything that man was ever going to need. Now think about it a minute. How did God know how to create enough oxygen for seven million billion people and he only created two at the beginning. So we got to understand that God has a divine plan that has everything figured out. Everything's absolutely pure. How much land did he need? How much cattle did he have to have? God planted one tree and the rest of the trees in the world have come from that one tree. He planted, He had one apple seed and he created tons and tons of apples. See, you can count the number of seeds that's in an apple but you can't count the number of trees that's in a seed. We've got to understand that God is trying to realize, let us realize that he's our source and he's given us authority and power on the earth. So we have to understand that we have that power, we have that authority, but we've got to use that authority. We have dominion, ownership, and rulership, and he's, gave it, he's given it to us, them. So we have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. But we know that Adam lost that position, and because he lost that position, Jesus came as the last Adam and took that position back. We've got to understand that God is our source, and the kingdom of God is our answer.